What are intrusive thoughts? Why do we have intrusive thoughts sometimes? And can you learn how to stop unwanted thoughts? Dealing with intrusive thoughts can be tough, but thankfully, there are lots of ways to get rid of unwanted thoughts. And that's what I'm talking about this week here on Let's Talk About Mental Health, the weekly podcast that teaches you how to look after your well-being. So get comfortable and let's talk about mental health. Hello and welcome to episode 201 of Let's Talk About Mental Health and thanks so much for joining me as I talk about intrusive thoughts and mental health. I'm Jeremy Godwin and I share practical tips you can apply immediately based on quality research and my own experience of learning to live with anxiety and depression after a breakdown in 2011 that changed my life. Each week, I teach you simple ways to improve one specific aspect of your well-being. In this episode, I'll be talking about what intrusive thoughts are and what they are not, why we need to approach them mindfully, and how to manage intrusive thoughts for the sake of your mental health. Before I start, you may have noticed the episode title looks different today. Instead of being Let's Talk About Intrusive Thoughts, it's Intrusive Thoughts and How to Manage Them. I've done this so it's easier for people to find episodes they need for specific situations by quickly seeing what the topic is. Thought I'd better say something to explain what was going on instead of just randomly changing the title format I've had for four years. So now let's talk about intrusive thoughts. There are some thoughts that you just can't seem to let go of. Just ask Carly Minogue, who in 2001 declared, I just can't get you out of my head after falling for someone. Although, knowing how racy Ms. Minogue's lyrics usually are, I'm fairly certain there was a hint or two about some padum padum being involved, but that's a conversation for another day. Then, there are the kind of thoughts that just won't go away, no matter how much you want them to. Like how beanbags are just sofas without bones. And then, there's the creepier and weirder ones that might pop into your head out of nowhere, like the little voice tempting you to accidentally knock over a floor display at a supermarket, or stick a chopstick up your nose at an expensive restaurant. (laughs) Of course, sometimes they can be a lot more disturbing than those types of thoughts that I've been sharing as examples, and I'll get into the grittier stuff in a bit. I didn't want to scare you off by going straight into the deep end when your ears have barely even been warmed up yet. But the most important thing to know up front is this. Thoughts are most definitely not facts, and there is nothing wrong with you. They're only thoughts, and if you have no desire to act on them, then they're not harmful. So let's get ourselves all singing from the same song sheet with some definitions. Let's talk about what are intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts are those unexpected, sometimes unsettling, and often frustrating thoughts that can just pop into your head out of nowhere. Imagine this, you're having a lovely day, going about the business of being an internationally tolerated podcaster, and sipping on a cup of herbal tea at a cafe, while you write a bunch of silly jokes and random pop culture references from several decades ago. (laughs) When suddenly, a little voice in your head pipes up and says, what if you just threw your cup against the wall? Or, ever wondered what would happen if you just shouted out the word anus into this nice, quiet cafe right now? 
<laughs> now, I'm not saying that I'm the one who has had these types of thoughts from time to time, although I'm also not not saying it. <laughs> but intrusive thoughts can range from the harmless through to the potentially harmful, which often becomes more distressing or graphic. Now, the important thing to remember is that we all experience these thoughts from time to time. They're a completely normal part of the human experience. According to a 2014 study published in the Journal of Obsessive, Compulsive and Related Disorders, nearly 94% of participants surveyed had experienced an intrusive thought in the previous three months, many of them related to guilt. And there's a link to that paper in the transcript, available for free at ltamh.com in English, Spanish, and Portuguese, just in case you're so fascinated by this topic that you can't wait to dive into a fact-filled journal article. So what makes these types of thoughts intrusive is that they seem to come out of nowhere, and they often don't align with our usual way of thinking or our values making us question what's wrong with us for having these types of thoughts in the first place. And instead of making you wait to hear this, let me say right now that there is nothing wrong with you. There's a huge difference between thinking something involuntarily versus deliberately. Most of the time, these thoughts are completely harmless and they pass just as quickly as they came. The fact is, the thoughts are not facts. Yes, I'm aware that that's one of my bumper sticker phrases that I repeat over and over in this show, that and nothing changes if nothing changes, but there's a good reason why I say it so often, and it's this. It's what you do with your thoughts that shapes your reality. If you've seen the Barbie movie, then you'll know just how powerful thoughts can be. Not as strong as an idiot who's just discovered patriarchy and horses, but still pretty powerful. If you let your thoughts run the show, you can end up creating a big old mess, and all for nothing, because the bulk of the things you think are just random moments of cognition that happen because your brain is doing some processing and filing. Thoughts are also not your desires. Just because you think it, that doesn't mean you actually want it. They don't determine your character or always indicate a mental illness. These thoughts are involuntary, often appear unexpectedly, and don't necessarily lead to actions. Much like passing clouds, even the most unsettling of these thoughts will eventually fade away. However, for some people, thoughts can become recurrent and distressing, and that's where they might tie into mental health concerns, which I'll come back to in a moment. The most important thing to remember is not to overanalyze or judge yourself for having random or weird thoughts. Just because you have an intrusive thought, it doesn't mean that you want to act on it or that it defines who you are. Think of it like unexpected guests at a party. They show up, you acknowledge them, but you don't let them take over the dance floor or get their hands on the music. Now, I mentioned that the article I cited before came from a journal about obsessive compulsive disorder, 
and excessive anxiety-inducing thoughts are one of the hallmarks of that condition, commonly known as OCD, along with repetitive behaviors or mental rituals, known as compulsions. So these compulsions are responses aimed at alleviating the distress caused by the obsessions. So while everyone might experience intrusive thoughts occasionally, in individuals with OCD, these thoughts are especially distressing, frequent, and lead to a cyclical pattern. The intrusive thought induces anxiety, prompting a compulsive action to alleviate the anxiety, but the relief is often short-lived, causing the cycle to repeat. Despite recognizing that their obsessions might not be rooted in reality, the distress felt by those with OCD is profound and can significantly impact their daily life. So the good news is that proper treatment can help manage the symptoms and improve quality of life. So while I'm not going to specifically focus on OCD in any more detail today, I did want to mention it so that any of you potentially dealing with it can think about your situation and then go have an honest conversation with your doctor or a mental health professional, like a psychologist. So now let's talk about why we need to approach intrusive thoughts mindfully. And the main reason is that taking your thoughts at face value is going to see you running into a lot of issues. Imagine if I had have shouted out anus in the cafe, like I said earlier, I'd never be able to show my face there ever again. Knowing the difference between a serious thought and a random intrusive thought helps you to figure out what actually requires your attention versus what's just noise. It can be a bit tricky to tell the difference between types of thoughts sometimes. So here's a quick way to look at it. Serious thoughts are often tied to real life situations, concerns, or things you're mulling over, and they tend to stick around. They're usually consistent and don't feel out of place. On the other hand, intrusive thoughts can pop up out of the blue and might even feel pretty shocking or out of character. Hopefully we know that shouting rude words in a public place isn't the way we're supposed to behave. So that weird thought I told you about earlier is clearly just some random thing that popped into my head out of nowhere. Intrusive thoughts are like people who just drop by without an invite. Annoying if you let them in, otherwise they'll go away eventually if you just don't answer the door. (laughs) These thoughts might cause immediate distress or surprise, and they don't always align with your actual feelings or desires. But remember what I said before, everyone gets odd thoughts now and then. But if you're ever unsure or these thoughts are causing you stress, it's a good idea to chat with someone about them. Here's another way to look at this whole intrusive thoughts piece. Remember the whole stop, look and listen technique we were taught as kids so you wouldn't just randomly run across the road or walk on train tracks? Approaching intrusive thoughts in a thoughtful and considered way is vital because of the profound impact these types of thoughts can have on your emotional well-being and overall mental health. Reacting impulsively 
or harshly to thoughts like these can lead to feelings of distress, guilt, or anxiety, further entrenching negative thought patterns. A considered approach, on the other hand, allows for understanding and acceptance, reinforcing the idea that these thoughts don't define your character or desires. When you stop to think about your thinking, you can begin to calm your emotional reactions and make way for rational thought so you can consider things in a much more balanced and calm manner. Beyond that, by addressing intrusive thoughts mindfully, you can gain better insights into your triggers, develop healthier coping mechanisms, and prevent potential spirals into deeper mental health challenges. In essence, a thoughtful approach not only reduces your immediate distress, but it also serves to cultivate your long-term resilience, as well as your self-awareness and understanding. The other thing I want to say is not to try to actively push these types of thoughts away or fight them. Why? Well, have you ever tried pushing a bully away or fighting them? Because it's like a red rag to a bull, and they'll usually come back 10 times harder. And intrusive thoughts tend to do the same. They're not real, but the more energy and attention you give them, the more real they can feel. So, much like a fire, you want to starve it of fuel so that it has no choice but to go out. There are lots of different tools and techniques that can help you learn how to stop intrusive thoughts in their tracks and also to help in dealing with unwanted thoughts. So, how do you do that? Well, let's first take a quick break to hear from the brands who help me create this show each week. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And welcome back. Now let's get into the how-to part of today's episode and let's talk about how to manage intrusive thoughts for the sake of your mental health. And let's start with pause. You know, CNC Music Factory were quite right when they recommended in 1990 that you pause, take a breath and go for yours. Because sometimes you just need a moment or two to take a break and reset your focus, something that I often tend to do by simply closing my eyes and reciting random song lyrics like Gonna Make You Sweat, which I just quoted, and other such songs that serve to remind me I'm officially old. You can either react and then deal with all the hullabaloo and kerfuffle that comes with that, or you can take a moment to just settle yourself before you do or say anything. I also talked about other ways to do that in episode 198 about emotional regulation. One way to do that is with my next point, breathe. And I sure do like to recommend this breathing business a lot, don't I? I mean, it's so good that your life depends on it. (laughs) So bad. Seriously though, the simple act of converting oxygen into carbon dioxide takes on a totally different meaning when you turn your attention to it and do it consciously. 
because it becomes a simple way for you to control your nervous system and calm yourself down. Take a deep breath in, hold it gently, exhale slowly, wait a moment, then repeat the cycle. Do this for a minute or two and you'll find your blood pressure decreasing and your rational thoughts starting to rejoin the conversation so that you can look at things more objectively. Once you're thinking more clearly, move on to my next tip, label the thought as just a thought. Now, bearing in mind that my whole brand is basically all about taking mental health stuff and making it A, practical, and B, simple, I'm going to make this point about doing the simplest thing that you can possibly do, and that's to just label the thought as a thought to remind yourself that it's only a thought. Why? Because thoughts have no power over you unless you give them power. And so when you do this, you're reminding your brain who's running the show. By labeling thoughts as just thoughts, you create a distance between you and the thought, reducing its power and the intensity of the emotions attached to it. When an intrusive thought arises, mentally say to yourself, this is just a thought and let it pass. Another way to detach yourself from the thought is with my next tip. Create a stop signal. And this is as simple as having a word or phrase in your head that serves as an interruption to halt the progression of an intrusive thought. So when an intrusive thought emerges, visualize a stop sign or mentally shout stop, which can break the cycle of the thought. Depending on the mood I'm in, I might do this using a song. I tend to either go with stop, hammer time, or I'll begin reciting the Spice Girls by saying stop right now, thank you very much. And I may or may not include the dance moves, depending on how much of a distraction I need. Yes, I still remember all the moves over 25 years later, and I won't be apologizing for that. <laughs> okay, so speaking of distractions, my next point is use distraction techniques. Because temporarily diverting your attention with some type of positive and healthy activity can give you a much needed break from your intrusive thoughts. Do something simple. Listen to music. Watch something, read a book, or just engage in any healthy activity you enjoy. You'll notice I didn't suggest going on social media there, and frankly, there's two good reasons for that. Number one, you end up creating a knee-jerk habit if you do that. And two, I'm trying to get you to focus on a positive activity here, and we all know that social media can sometimes be a hot mess that makes even schoolyard bullying look mild by comparison. Keep your focus on stuff you can do offline and in real life because it keeps you in the present more. Speaking of, my next tip is ground yourself. And that just means to do something to help you refocus on the present in order to distract yourself from intrusive thoughts or anxious feelings. For example, I mentioned breathing earlier, but there are lots of different breathing techniques you can use. I find the simplest way is to just close your eyes and inhale deeply, then exhale deeply and repeat, feeling the sensation of your lungs expanding and releasing. 
you could pick something up. I have a couple of items on my desk that I can just roll around in my hand and feel and Those sensations help me to anchor my focus in the present moment. Or you could go and put your hands in cool water or hold an ice cube for a couple of minutes and notice the sensations you experience. Whatever you choose to do, it doesn't need to be complicated. The simplest ideas are often the most effective. And speaking of simple, my next tip is challenge the thought. So let's take a little logic walk together for a moment, shall we? If, as I suggested earlier, not all thoughts are true, then it must stand to reason that true thoughts have some type of evidence to support their truth, right? Which means that false thoughts are lacking in evidence to support their truth. Just believing something or having an opinion about it or a what-if thought, doesn't make something true. I can believe I can fly all I like, but if I try jumping off the roof dressed as Superman, I'm in for a rude awakening where the truth prevails, which it inevitably will. Gravity will get you every time. So, challenge your intrusive thoughts. Demand evidence. Ask yourself, is this thought true? Is it based on fact or assumption? Where's the evidence to support it? How would I advise a friend who had this thought? Not all thoughts are factual. And so when you challenge them, you can help dispel their power. By the way, if the thought or voice is a critical one, you may find it helpful to check out episode 190 about your inner critic. Okay, next. Show yourself compassion. And this is especially helpful if you've just had a difficult or even disturbing thought pop into your head and now you're feeling rattled. As well as breathing and grounding yourself, consciously show yourself some love and kindness. What would you do if a family member or good friend experienced what you did? Would you judge them harshly? I'm going to guess the answer is most likely no that you'd probably offer them understanding, comfort, and reassurance. So you need to extend that same kindness and compassion to yourself. You are so much more than just a fleeting thought. You have a wealth of experiences, memories, values, and actions that define who you are and who you are not. By shifting your internal dialogue to one of understanding and self-compassion, You can create a nurturing environment within yourself, making it easier to cope with and recover from these types of challenging moments. Over time, this compassionate mindset can help in building your resilience and self-worth, and it can help to diminish the negative impact of intrusive thoughts. And I covered self-compassion in episode 153, if you'd like to explore this topic in more detail. Okay, next. Positive imagery. Some intrusive thoughts can be distressing. So replacing upsetting mental imagery with positive and calming images can redirect your mind and reduce the emotional impact of the intrusive thought. So when a negative thought arises, consciously replace it with a comforting or favorite image like a serene beach or a happy memory. 
You can also apply this idea to positive visualization around whatever it is. By picturing positive outcomes or scenarios in your mind, your brain can shift its focus from negative to positive imagery. Okay, next, limit your exposure to negative media. And this is a bit of an extension of what I said before in my rant about social media. Constant exposure to distressing news or entertainment can heighten anxiety and trigger intrusive thoughts. I mean, you're hardly going to calm your brain if you're watching a zombie film where brains are being eaten, are you? Be mindful of your media consumption. What you consume has a direct impact on your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So consider taking regular breaks from distressing content if you're struggling with intrusive thoughts. Okay, next, journal. Because writing down your intrusive thoughts can provide a sense of release and can also offer clarity when thoughts feel overwhelming. Plus, over time, you might see patterns or gain insights. Next, seek professional help. Like I said earlier, intrusive thoughts can be a symptom of underlying mental health challenges. So reach out to a therapist or counsellor if your thoughts are distressing or persistent. And I'd also encourage you to focus on my next point, educate yourself. Because the more you know yourself, the more you know yourself. Understanding the nature of intrusive thoughts can diminish fear and uncertainty. So read articles and books or listen to professionals discussing the topic. Knowledge can be empowering and comforting, especially if the situation feels overwhelming. And you can find tips on how to stop feeling overwhelmed in the moment in my latest video. It's out now on YouTube and Spotify, and it's linked in the episode description. Because when it comes to intrusive thoughts and mental health, what it all boils down to is this. Everyone gets those unexpected and sometimes weird thoughts every now and then. It's just part of being human. But here's the thing. Those random thoughts don't tell the whole story about who we are. Our real selves are shaped by our actions, the memories we make, and the love we share. So when these odd thoughts pop up, show yourself some kindness and remember all the good stuff you've done and the amazing person you are. And remember that every bump in the road, including these types of thoughts, just serves to make us stronger. The choice is yours, as it is with all things related to your well-being. So, what choice will you make today? Each week, I like to finish up by sharing a quote about the week's topic, and I encourage you to take a few moments to really reflect on it and consider what it means to you. This week's quote is by an unknown author, and it is, Thoughts will come and go. Let them. Let me repeat that. Thoughts will come and go. Let them. Alright, that's nearly it for this week. Next week, I'll be talking about time management. I think it's safe to say that we all lead busy lives, and very often we can find ourselves juggling a thousand different things at once, and that's on a quiet day. Over the years, I've found that having solid time management strategies in place and sticking to them plays a critical role in managing my anxiety and allowing me to get on with my busy work life, not to mention my personal life, without going into a total meltdown 
or becoming so overwhelmed that I end up in shutdown mode. It's one of those self-improvement things that we can all benefit from working on, no matter what your situation is. So next time, I'll be talking about what time management is, why good time management is essential for your mental health, and how to manage your time in an effective way for the sake of your mental well-being. I hope you'll join me for that episode, which will be released on Sunday, the 22nd of October, 2023. You'll find more mental health content on my YouTube channel and in my weekly newsletter, Thursday Thoughts, plus on my two Instagram accounts, LTA Mental Health, and it's Jeremy Godwin, where I post extra content daily. And if you'd like to support my work and get ad-free episodes and bonus content, as well as access to episodes a week before everyone else, then become a supporter on Patreon. You'll find all of those linked in the episode description and in the transcript at ltamh.com. Thank you very much for joining me today. Look after yourself and make a conscious effort to share positivity and kindness out into the world because you get back what you put out. Take care and talk to you next time. Let's Talk About Mental Health is an independent program proudly produced by Reconnaissance Media, helping you find meaning and gratitude. For more information, visit reconnaissancemedia.com. 